0: Follow that, David. Follow that. Right. Well, happy Christmas Eve, everyone. This is our first ever Christmas Eve service. We're quite excited, as you can tell. Um, who's ready for presents tomorrow? Yeah, got a few people ready. Have you been naughty? Or have you been nice? Time will tell, I suppose. Um, whether that's the case. This year we decided to get a real Christmas tree. Um, It's really nice when you get the smell of the Christmas tree. And over the last week or so, a few presents have been appearing under the tree. Anybody else got presents appearing under the tree? You're nodding, Mike, but I know that's true because you're definitely on the naughty list. Those wings won't save you um, from the naughty list. Um, Well, I want to tell you about a couple of presents I received when I was 12 years old. I'm going to give you a couple of minutes, well, maybe not even a couple of minutes, uh, 20 seconds. I was 12 years old and I got a present. Just talk to the person next to you and have a guess what you think I was given. What do you think I was given as a 12 year old boy? Okay, all right, all right, any ideas? What do you think I got? Someone shout out, what do you think I got? Pardon? Socks. That would have been good, what? A Bunsen burner, I'm a science teacher by training, but I wasn't when I was 12, so i watch. i watch anything else? What? Star Wars. All right, I'm going to put you out of your misery because you're nowhere near. I got this for Christmas. Yeah, that was my response as well. Um, so, yeah. 12 years old, I opened my presents, and this is what I find. Um, It's the freakiest present I've ever been given. It doesn't matter where in the room you put it, its eyes followed you everywhere. Um, It was pretty horrendous. Um, We nicknamed it the evil money box because actually it was a money box. But do you want to know what the best part of this present was? No, there was no money in the money box. That wasn't the best present. No, the best best part about it was it was used. It had cracks and chips, and you could see where somebody got a knife in the rubber bung to get the, get the money out before it was given. So anyway, that was my present for my grandma. Um, so, um, but thankfully, she brought a second present. I'm not even going to give you a chance to guess what the second present was. I'm just going to show you an artist's impression of what it looked like. I got a vase without the flowers, just the vase. The flowers might have been slightly redeeming, but no, it was a vase. However, on closer inspection, because you have to be slightly careful with my grandma's presence, she's a little bit eccentric, or was, Um, and um, on, on close inspection, I realized it actually at some point in the past had been smashed into about 20 pieces and roughly glued together with super glue and looked nowhere like that. Now I'm really sorry if you're sat there thinking I've got two of those at home. Why is he saying it's an ugly vase? And um, But that was my presents. Two pretty horrendous presents. But you know, joking apart, we laughed so much. And I think we got to the bottom of it that my grandma in her slightly scatty nature, had forgotten to buy me a present, and so in the panic, grabbed the first two things she saw on the mantelpiece, wrapped them up, and gave them to me for Christmas, and that was my Christmas present as a 12-year-old. Well, thankfully, that has taught us lessons on how to give good presents, and who, who thinks Nicola, with all of her efforts, deserves some early Christmas presents? I think so too. Nicola, come and join me. I've got you some, this is a little bass tradition. On Christmas Eve, we get to open some presents. So here we go. Right. Should we start with a small one first? Small ones are usually expensive. Well, you go for it. You go for it. I hope you like it. Ooh. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait young people children would you like to come and see what I bought Nicola just come and see I think you'll be well pleased with it I think she'll be chuffed to bits with what I've given her you ready Brussels sprout have you seen the price of coal these days all right all right all right she seems a little disappointed with that so um, Nicola there's another one see what you think to that one food box. Well, I thought you might like to make a soup. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Quickly moving on. Quickly moving on. We're not the only ones, a 12-year-old me and Nicola, to have received NAF Christmas presents. I did a little Google search to see what the worst Christmas presents ever given were. So here we go, do you want them in reverse order? Number 10, so I'm gonna do the top 10. Number 10, a mop and bucket. I know, sorry, I ate them before I gave it to you. Um, A mop and bucket. Sorry, Nicola, that was last year's present. Um, Number nine, ill-fitting clothes. Number eight, something they clearly got from work. No, I've never done that. Um, Number seven, weed killer. This is actual survey. 21% of people surveyed got weed killer. What's that about? Um, number six, very, very weird, a wig. Number five, something I gave them last year. So you gave them last year and they gave it your back. Number four, toilet rolls. And this was post pandemic. So I'm not sure what that's about either. Out of date chocolates, a dead plant and an expired voucher. Not such a good Christmas present. But the thing is, the key to a great present actually isn't its value. You know, the money box and the vase actually were fantastic presents because they were from Manan and we laughed our heads off at the fact that she'd forgotten. Some presents are just valuable because of the reason they were given. And um, so I've got a couple of presents that are slightly better presents. So this present here was given by Hannah to her mum a few, couple of year, maybe a year ago for her birthday. And what makes this so special is that Hannah actually painted it. I know, I'm a proud dad. She did get a very good mark for A-level art. Um, so this was a wonderful present. It, it sits in, well, it hangs in pied of place in our house. And now she's deeply embarrassed because I've embarrassed her. So that's our present. And then just so we don't miss one of the children out, this was painted by Sarah. I know, it's lovely, isn't it? And um, so it got put in a frame and it sits in the pride of place in our bedroom. It's a great present. It means so much to us because both of them were given by our children and we know they were given from a place of love. See, presents are really important, particularly when they're given from a place of love. And some people are just brilliant at giving presents, yeah? You know, they just know exactly what to get and you think, oh, they've really thought of me. I'm not so good at giving presents. Um, But we read this in Matthew's Gospel. If you then, though you are evil, know how to give a good gift to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask? And so we come to the greatest gift ever given. The most thoughtful, valuable, significant, powerful, life-changing gift ever. A baby born in a stable that would live a perfect life so that he could make a way for you and I to have fullness and eternal life if we accept the free gift of Jesus. One of the most famous Bible verses speaks of the significance of the gift of Jesus God's beloved son John 3:16 says this For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life For God for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world but to save the world through him God gave his son Jesus, God himself in the form of the son, was born a baby, God incarnate, God with us. As we've seen in the lowliest of places, not even a bed, the most significant gift of all was given to all of us in a stable. A baby was born, a savior was born. God was born in human form, not to condemn, but to save. And how did this baby make a way for us to be saved? Well, Jesus grew up, and as I said, he lived a perfect life. He obeyed God in every way. He never sinned or went his own way. Then this baby, who was now a man, chose to give his life for all of humanity. And he was crucified in our place. And in doing so, this gift, this baby, has made a way for each of us to be saved, forgiven, and find fullness and eternal life. Why did God do that? Why did God give his son? It's a bit windy out there. Um, Why did God give his son, and why did the son give his life? Because he loves us. For God so loved the world that he gave his son. Matthew 9:36 said this. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. You know, this Christmas, we've come to the end of a very challenging year. Lots of very complicated things going on in the world. Questions that we just simply do not have answers for. So many people harassed and helpless. I was driving through Morpeth yesterday and just everyone looked tired. Everyone just looked tired and harassed. But Jesus came as a baby, as a gift, and he died in our place so that we might not be harassed or helpless. But find peace, perfect peace, and life for all eternity. There is a a question. And there is an action. So the question is, do you want the gift of Jesus this Christmas? And the action is, are you ready to welcome him into your life? See, if you are anxious then the gift of Jesus is the answer. If you are in need, whatever that need might be, the gift of Jesus is the answer. If you are lost or harassed, then the gift of Jesus is the answer. I don't know what your life is like. It might be good, it might be bad, it might be easy, it might be hard, but the gift of Jesus is the answer for today and for all eternity. See, Jesus is the greatest gift that was ever given because it was given from utter, unconditional love. And it was offered to each of you today. So I don't know where you stand in your relationship with Jesus. I don't know whether you're here today because Christmas Eve, it's great to come to a carol service somewhat different maybe to what you expected but a carol service nonetheless maybe singing carols it's just part of the Christmas tradition but Christmas is about a gift a gift that has the potential to transform the whole of your life so if you would like to receive that gift today then I'm just going to pray and all you have to do is echo this prayer in your hearts, and then would love to chat with you and help you make steps towards understanding who this Jesus really is. So you don't have to say it out loud, just in your hearts. Just say it with me. Lord Jesus, I confess my sins and ask for your forgiveness. Please come into my heart as my Lord and Saviour. Take control of my life and help me to walk in your footsteps daily by the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for saving me and for answering my prayer. So I'm just going to pray quickly for all of us. Jesus, I just thank you so much that you were given to us all. As a baby born in a stable, little did so many people realize how precious a gift it was and what you would give on the cross for all of us. And so this Christmas, Jesus, would you come into our lives? Would you come and give us the perfect peace? Would you help us to hand over all of those questions and concerns that we have? And would you help us live in that joy and under the love that you pour out upon us in 2024? Amen.